0: Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.
1: Come see your locally owned and operated Linton Glass for all your glass needs. No matter what glass you need to replace, you can count on Linton Glass. Call us today at 601-835-4336 or find us on the web at LintonGlass.com. Hello? Anybody home? Dude, you gotta hear
2: this.
3: What? what is it? This true force has never been fully understood. Say, what is this? It boils down to two simple words. Rock and roll. Rock and roll.
4: New England, clam, sugar. That's what well I'm talking about. All right, let's keep rocking and rolling. Wonderful. Couldn't have said it better, myself.
2: It's rock and roll, brother, and we're rocking tonight. Let me hear it! Whoa. Hey.
3: Rock and roll, handyman show, right here at Super Talk, Mississippi, at the MCEF Studios. My name is Buddy Slowick. I'm going to be here until 12 o'clock talking about your home and make it more of a home than it is right now. Very uh, easy to do, and uh, it's just a matter of uh, putting your energy in the right place taking care of things and getting things done Uh, and this is the handyman show got a good program today got a lot of things lined up to talk about myself and then at uh, 10 30 from the mississippi state fire uh, academy uh, matt hinkle is going to be with us and talk about uh home fire safety and just fire safety in general because it's a it's, it's going to be Fire Safety Week coming up, starting tomorrow, as a matter of fact, uh, as it happens every year in October, and we always try to do a fire safety show. And we'll talk a whole lot about that when he gets here, and a whole lot more about that, because I, I have definite opinions that aren't... They don't always gel with what the general public thinks, but that's just the way i am (laughs) i sometimes think a little differently than a lot of folks do but that's uh sometimes i can create problems (laughs) but right now it's not all right uh handyman show and we do appreciate uh, the mcf mcef people for uh underwriting the show and i'm going to talk about all sorts of things well there's a lot of talk going around this year about uh how this is going to be a cold winter. And uh, I kind of agree with that in a way. Um, It's gone from like, what, 90 degrees to, to 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 what it is today where and I think it's going to be pretty comfortable the rest of the rest of the way Through uh, I know that that's uh, that kind of Lance can look at that and kind of tell us what's going on in the future But I think really the future holds like it's gonna get cold, so it's really not too early To get ready for that cold weather. I mean do you know where your faucet bibs are? You know yeah, and if you don't know where they are find them and Maybe even put them on, particularly in the ones that you're not using a whole lot, or the faucet bibs outside that you're not using a whole lot. Put those bibs on there and leave them on there. If there's one that you're using quite a bit or two that you're using quite a bit, you know, keep the keep the uh, faucet covers near them where you can put them on very quickly. And because, uh, I be- believe me, the cold is going to be one morning we're going to wake up and it's going to be cold. <laughs> That's all there is to it. It's going to be old. Uh, but faucet covers are very important. Pipe wrap. Any exposed piping outside or under the house or up in the attic, any piping that ex- is exposed should be covered with insulation. Pipe insulation is very easy to use, pretty easy to find at most big box home centers, any hardware store. My favorite hardware store, of course, being Revel. You can go to Revel and buy uh, pipe insulation all day long uh, and be ready to drain your hose and put it in uh, because believe me it's going to be a cold winter Uh, and if it's not and we did all that to prepare that's nothing but good Uh, you didn't waste your time Uh, you, you really spent some energy getting ready for the event that may or may not happen but it's always best to be not like the Boy Scouts. Be prepared. <laughs> sure. Oh, well. That's just the way to handle that. Just get, get your house ready for cold winter because it's coming. I mean, it's time to like make sure all your windows are caulked properly and all your door weather stripping is properly sealed and proper your door's sealing when it's closed properly. Remember that the bottom threshold? Most doors nowadays has an, have an adjustable threshold on them which can be raised up or lowered to meet the bottom of the door, um, even though most of the thresholds have a, lub- a rubber seal on the top of them, a rubber bubble, they call it, and that bubble should be actually touching the sweep of your door as much as it can so that you don't have any air coming in your house at all. And Again, the thresholds are adjustable with generally four or five screws mounted in the threshold. And sometimes they're under covers. They're under like uh, uh, little buttons or little, little uh, pop out screws that pop out. But sometimes they just are there, visible and adjustable. So make sure that everything is tight as it can be with this winter coming on because we've got to get ready, folks. That's all there is to it. I know people are saying, what are you talking about, man? It's it's early October. Yeah, well, look out. (laughs) Uh, Here's a situation that I've seen happen more than once. Um, Electrical power is not working in some outlets in in some houses. And uh, people just aren't really familiar with what a ground fault electrical outlet really is. Uh, A ground fault outlet can control... Two or three or four different outlets. It really can have the You know whether it's on or off a ground fault means that it can shut the power off right at the uh, Box right at the box, the box that you plug into uh, There's a shutoff on there. Uh, red usually a red means it's on when you push that red in and uh, off is, is popping out that most times ground fault um uh, Fixtures are found near sinks. Anywhere there's a sink or water, you'll find find a ground fault fixture. And a lot of times, some of the ground fault fixtures are on your outside faucet bibs or outside somewhere. Um, the deal is, some of your ground faults address the outside faucets all by themselves, and they need to be taken. You know, if you're outside. Electrical outlets are not working. It's probably because your ground fault somewhere is offset. Most houses will end up having two or three different ground faults, and ground fault is a really—it's a good thing to have. Basically, what it is, let's take an electrical outlet. There's two inputs in it for an electrical outlet. Now, in the standard one, I mean, of course, you can get a four banger. You can get—you can get as much as you want. But let's just talk about a two banger. Well, in the center of that tube input. Electrical outlet are two little buttons, and that would indicate that this is a ground fault uh, fixture, which really is a safety feature which helps a great deal. So, make sure all your ground faults are set uh, because I've run into that problem before where people have come to me and said, My outlet's not working, I can't figure out why. Well, all you need to do is push the button, <laughs> and it works fine. It works fine. So, uh,
5: uh, what do you think, Lance? We're we gonna have a cold winter. Uh, my opinion is probably uh, worth zero, but I, <laughs> I, I have been following that quite a bit with the El Nino and with the pressure system. The way it works, uh, it should be a more wet winter, uh, you know, and cold. Uh since we had the super hot and dry. You'd think. (laughs) So it flips around, and then the north uh, above the pressure system should be a little drier and warmer winter than what they traditionally had. So you can um, definitely hold me to that. Uh, My bonus structure is totally based upon whether I hit this you know, the the weather weekly, so uh, participate all you want. No, I,
3: Yeah, it's a matter of whether we get my a nickel or we give them a dime.
5: But as dry as it's been, you know, as I told you, we have a, a bayou in our uh, hunting club Did I've not ever seen but one time in 49 years dry. Really? And that was a long time ago, and it was so dry this year. And it normally has at least a foot to up to wow. six feet of water in it, wow. and it goes for miles. And it's wow. about 300 yards across. Dry, I mean, you could drive a tractor across it the ground was so dry and cracked and uh, it was amazing to see and so if uh, those reports are true that usually that pendulum swings on the El Nino in winter I would bet, after what I've seen, that it'll be uh, wetter and colder, and you hope that it's not the icy type yeah. of uh, That's what I'm praying. Even if it's cold and wet, you just hope you get the snow and not the ice.
3: Yeah, when you get the ice around here, it's, it's big yeah. time trouble, oh, I mean, it is, with the power lines and not, you know, streets. And we don't know how to drive on that and stuff.
5: I don't like driving in the ice. I can drive in snow all day long, and, right. but it, once once it gets down to that slick a nasty black top it's ice uh, yeah we're not good and, at that.
3: and sometimes you can't even see it no
5: no yeah you can't and it'll be that's what black sneak ice up is on you. Yeah, yeah. it sneaks up on you and no we're not good at it
3: you're we're driving at 55 miles an hour and then all of a sudden you,
5: you're sideways you sideways
3: and you're out of control and you this, this and once you're that way there's not a whole lot you no, can no,
5: do i've seen it a couple of times and i know that it's a helpless feeling because i've watched the faces of people Right. As they're driving, then all of a sudden they're facing you. Yeah, and you just see the look on their face, like what just happened. Terror. And uh, yeah, they, they, I, I've I've driven in. Uh, in mountainy conditions up in Colorado, sure. a pretty good snowstorm or two. Yeah. but it's different snow. Yeah. it's powdery, and right. it, it doesn't. You don't have that feel where the wheels are just about to come out from under you, and you're going to go off a cliff. But
3: well, you're right about one thing for sure. It's a lot different driving on ice than it is driving on snow. And driving on snow, there's certain uh, things you should do in driving snow uh, to pay attention that that people are not aware of around here. First off, times ten. Is the care you should give to driving in snow as opposed to driving on dry roads? You need to pay. I mean, I always say that you should pay a hundred percent attention to the roads anyway, any way you drive, particularly if there's snow. Or better yet, here in this South, in the Deep South, hey, don't go anywhere. Stay right where you you know. Stay home. Let it snow. You don't need to. You don't need to get out in it. All right. Uh, let's move ahead. Um, Most steel and fiberglass doors that have some sort of grill system on them, that grill system is generally a plastic system. And, yes, they have improved the quality of those over the years, uh, but they're all intended to be painted. Now, when they first came out years ago, uh, because the steel door was relatively it is relatively new to the market and I say relatively new I'm talking about 30 40 years old, but at any rate It does have a plastic frame to create a grill type look well that plastic frame is pure white when it's delivered and Most times it needs to be painted because if it's not painted what happens is over the years It turns yellow and then it gets more yellow, and then drives out more and more, and before you know it, cracks, and before you know it, it breaks. But painting will kind of help in that situation so very much. So if you have a yellowed grill on your door or on your windows, what needs to happen is that grill needs to be painted with a stain kill type primer, and that's. Stain kill is available everywhere to get the primer that's necessary to do that so uh, make sure you look into that a stain kill type primer on all of your grill and Then you would paint them with a house paint a, a good quality even a latex a, Which is really a better choice a good quality latex house paint, but uh, remember quality in paint is very important it is, uh, and we talk about that all the time. I have Patton from Seabrook. Patton Seabrook is going is on from time to time. We talk about the difference between an inexpensive paint and a really quality product, something that a lot of research has gone into, has more, uh, more um, pigment in it. It's just a better product all the way around, less drip, less arrows. Uh, good paint is really worth doing. Hey, may I take a minute and tell you about Rebel Ace Hardware? Best hardware store in the state. Let me tell you, Rebel Hardware Store, when you go into their service is what they do, and they do it. So well, Revelace Hardware. They not only take care of all their residential customers, but they also have a commercial side, which takes takes care of a lot of industrial industry. But uh, Revelace Hardware has many, many locations. They're open every time, every Saturday, and they're always open from seven till six. And sometimes their weekend hours are extended because of uh, like holidays or whatever is happening. Uh, but they are uh, they're a great company. Uh, They really do care about their customers, and they've got a great power equipment center right next door to their Revel ace hardware store in Pearl and it's called uh, Revel ace outdoor power equipment and they've got the stuff believe me. They've got the stuff I'm talking about gravely zero turn mowers and steel chainsaws and all the things you'll ever need Trailers to haul it with and all the hookups you'll ever need as well as maintenance and care for that unit and they'll be happy this service, it. they've got a great service department. Revelation Hardware, you tell me you heard about them on the Handyman Show right here at Super Talk, Mississippi. All and right. carry on with our, uh, our show here and see what's going on. Uh, you know what, I wanted to give out this morning, and, and I'm going to get Lance to do this for me if I, if I can, is there's been a lot of talk about our, our digital aspect of uh, Super Talk, and there's I don't. I wouldn't say there's confusion, but I think there needs to be more information put out there as to how you would re- receive some of this information uh, digitally from almost any device that you have. So Lance, tell us a little bit about the app, the Supertalk app, and what happens
5: when you get on it. Well, you have uh, basically uh, so many opportunities to view, listen, tune in to what we do here at Supertalk. And as most of you probably know... We're a statewide radio station, so that's the first thing. But a lot of folks don't know, and it'll surprise you—you know how many people don't know that we have uh, the digital stream rocking and rolling all the time. Right. And so you got a TV station, and so you can tune in on just about anything that you can imagine. Uh, You got Roku, Alexa, uh, C-Spire TV. There's unlimited ways and basically unlimited content. Uh, you got podcasts for the Gallo Show middays with Gerard. Good things, thunder and lightning. All of us. Yeah. You know, handyman, uh, garden mama. You can uh, tune in Amazon Fire, C Spire TV. So pretty much, YouTube, yeah,
3: you get 24 clips. hours a day, you've got access to what we're doing.
5: Yeah, and we try to take the, what you know, what we can, and and also we know that a lot of folks they, they may not be able to tune into a three hour sure uh, broadcast on a on a um, on demand. So right. we will chop it up and have bite sized pieces and key. He, uh segments within a segment. Right, that will get dropped out there, and YouTube, the Super Talk, uh, has the, the the news station. JT is the news director, and those guys, the three, really put out a ton of content, and they're good at implementing and embedding that content with our video right. that we're getting from the uh, the the. Uh, cuttings and things that we do, so you really are unlimited. Yeah. And um, you're gonna find it on Super Talk T V channel seventy or on C T V. It's just it's there for you and it'd be everywhere. It'd be everywhere, baby. <laughs> It'd be everywhere. All right. You listening to the Rock and Roll Handyman Show right here
3: on Super Talk Mississippi. My guest the next segment is gonna be Matt Hinkle. He's with the Mississippi State Fire Academy, And uh, we're going to talk about fire safety, and uh, it is fire safety week, so you stick with us. You're listening to the Rock and Roll Handyman Show at the MCEF Studios. We'll be back in just a minute. Don't you go away. You're
4: alive, you're superior it's more than a name it's a promise that we make to our customers to provide you the highest quality u.s farm-raised catfish at your favorite restaurant your family reunion or on your dinner table hey this is steve azar and i want to let you know that with superior catfish you know the next bite is as good as the first time after time made possible by your friends and neighbors here in mississippi remember there's catfish then there is superior catfish Huntington's
1: disease is a devastating genetic disorder causing motor, cognitive, and psychiatric impairments. Over 30,000 Americans are living with HD, with hundreds of thousands at risk. Early diagnosis and research are vital to provide hope amid no cure. Let's unite to end misconceptions, provide empathy, and care for those living with Huntington's. Please help us raise awareness and hope for families battling Huntington's disease. Start by visiting helpforhd.org. That's help, the number four, hd.org.
0: Hey, you're up next. Ugh, my throat hurts so bad. There's no way I can sing tonight. Here, try these. Vicks Vapo Cool
9: Drops. Yeah, Vicks Vapo Cool Drops has maximum strength menthol with a rush of Vicks Vapors. Ooh, I can already feel it. I told you. So, you ready? I'm ready. Please welcome to the stage.
10: Vaporize sore throat pain fast with Vicks Vapo Cool Drops.
11: Hi. This is Shelby with Two Men in a Truck. At Two Men in a Truck, we've added a new service option to our brand, junk removal. Whether you're deep cleaning, renovating, or staging your home to sell, our Two Men in a Truck junk removal option is perfect to get the job done. Our professionally trained moving and junk removal teams will load and haul away your unwanted junk for you. Visit twomininatruck.com to learn more and get a free junk removal quote. That's twomininatruck.com.
3: Yeah, we'd be rocking, all right, <laughs> all right. Randy Man Show right here, at Super Talk Mississippi at the MC EF Studios. Sitting with me today uh, from the Mississippi State Fire Academy, Matt Hinkle, and uh, also a deputy director, Barry, is with me, and we're going to talk a little bit about home safety and, and fires in the house. And uh, good morning, guys. Welcome to the Handyman Show.
10: Thank you. Good morning. Great Good to morning. have you.
3: Great to have you on a Saturday morning. <laughs> it's like uh, everybody wants to either sit home or go to a football game today. That's where all my people are, are going to a football game. But at any rate, um, you guys do so much for the estate uh, that so few people really are aware of. Uh, but also, so few people seem to be aware of the proper things to do in a home to to make sure that you have fire prevention in place to to maybe have a, a you know we talk about uh, an escape plan in schools or an evacuation and all that but we never talk about that at home a lot although i think the principal of a family should have a sit down at least once a year with his family and discuss what we're going to do in the event of an emergency and then on top of that be the, prepared for it, because if we're not prepared for it, we're going to react poorly. So um, what what's necessary for home safety? I mean... I- you know, like there's two story houses and kids living upstairs.
10: Right. So, so, talk about that a little bit if you go home safety. So, you know, the majority of civilian fire injuries and deaths <laughs> are in the home. They're in residential, they're either multifamily or single family homes, is what we call it. It's not in the commercial settings as much. But, like you said, people are a lot more planned and organized in the commercial setting than they are in the home when reality is, in the home is where it really happens more right. often. Hmm. Um, absolute number one thing is the smoke alarm. Um, it is a, an enormous drop in fire, uh, civilian fatalities and, and injuries if you have a smoke alarm. Right. Um, I, if we could get everyone to have a smoke alarm and an exit plan, we would rarely ever have a civilian fire fatality. Yeah, um, sure. That's really the thing that gets everybody out. Um, it seems to me that one year that it may have been the fire department or somebody
3: was giving out smoke alarms to people who just wanted to install them so they would have them. Correct. I think that was happening.
10: It still is, yes. Yeah. So we have a, uh, our sister agency, the State Fire Marshal's Office. Yes, yeah, sir. We also have a State Fire Coordinator, and that coordinator works with every fire coordinator across the state of Mississippi. There's 82 of them for each county, one for each county, and they organize the distribution of smoke alarms. Uh, it's a free program. Most people can go straight to their local fire department. Um, or speak to their county fire coordinator and they can get uh, scheduled and organized to actually have the fire department come out and install that in the home and kind of go over some basic fire safety stuff for them
3: a fire knowledgeable fire person would come to the house and actually correct
10: install the unit and then have a discussion with the people as to what would be safe around the house? Correct and they, and they can even you know check existing smoke alarms or detectors uh, and just make sure they're installed properly and properly and working. Matt, is that, is that being used very much? <laughs> it, I think it kind of depends on, on on the area of the state. I know I was a firefighter in Oxford, Mississippi, and yes, we, were, we were very proactive in that. I mean we, right. we spent an enormous amount of time going in homes and making sure everything was correct. Um, and I know one really large urban fire department, the Memphis Fire Department, every call they run, if it's a medical call in the house, they report back through dispatch if they have a working smoke alarm. So they actually do a check every single call. Wow. Um, and it just depends. It's department to department. Yeah. Um, yeah. you know. So it kind of depends on how they operate. No, well, that, uh, that's – I mean, if more and more people would get involved with calling
3: their fire department and having that discussion about, hey, I need a smoke alarm, and I need some advice. What's the best thing for me to do in, in opera, and how do, I, how do I inform my family?
7: You know, I, I could tell you this. We were just talking about this before we got started this morning with Matt. I was discussing this with my son, Hudson, over here. Yeah. And,
3: uh, Hey Hudson.
7: (laughs) Yeah, there he is. Uh, And recently he um, spent the night at a friend's house and I said, hey man, look, we got to talk about, just real quick, I'm the dad here, I'm I'm the wet blanket, but I said, look, when you get to the house, look around, kind of get a plan in case something happens in the middle of the night, know what to do, talk to your buddy, ask them what their plan is. I pick on my kids a lot about that. You know, I say, hey, this is dad talking, so, you know, you want to make sure that you have a plan. If you stay in a hotel room at night, you, you want to know what would happen if the fire alarm went off. So that human interaction or human reaction right. to an alarm is critical. And I think we started that, like Matt alluded to, in Oxford, even in – I'm from Clinton originally. Yeah. We, we start early in the, in the pre-K to the first grade of teaching kids how to react to fire or the alarm, and we move all the way up through the school system, you know, as they get older and start preparing them for when they go to college. Say, hey, look, when you move to a dorm,
3: it's going to be different from home. It is, yes. uh, Years ago, I had – who was the – Dog, dressed as a dog, and from Clinton that went to the schools. He was on my show a number of times. Sparky. I've forgotten his name. As Sparky's our dog. Yeah, but Sparky. sparky. But yeah. I forgot the man' his name. He used to be on the show all the time. I'm talking about a decade or two ago. That was
7: Bill Smith, probably. If probably he was from so, Clinton and we, yeah. we nicknamed him Pluggy because
3: he was such a good fire <laughs> education specialist. Yeah. So. Uh, now your point of view is coming from somebody who understands. Uh, what can happen during a fire. But generally speaking, I don't think John Q. Public thinks about that a whole lot. They think about it as something that probably was not going to happen in my house. Right. Right. Uh, th- and they need to be more aware.
7: I agree. I, I think a lot of people think I'm-, I'm more worried about somebody breaking into my house than mm-hmm. us actually having a fire. I don't think that's conceived as a threat when they go to bed at night. Yeah. But I feel like firefighters are more aware of that and they're more a champion for fire safety because they've seen the damage that's that's occurred over, the, over right. their careers you know they see it every day where Joe Q public like you say may not see it their whole lifetime
10: yeah, yeah. you'll see people react to uh, if you've never done it they're right. not going to react in the way you think you are correct you know, and that's <laughs> yeah, that's right a lot of people think oh well you know, I'm prepared even though they're really not prepared. And, you know, we tell our firefighters, you don't you don't rise to the occasion in an emergency. You yeah. fall back to your lowest training, your fundamentals. So yeah. if you haven't thought about that ahead of time, you're not about to do that when you're under high stress in a real emergency.
3: Yeah. Uh, and I think you and I spoke about that earlier on the phone also. We were talking about it's almost like muscle memory. Uh, and the example I guess I best can give is, uh, my daughter has moved back in with me because her and her family are between houses, so I let them move in. And uh, of course, they use a the house like this, their own. <laughs> I don't, I don't care. But they're, uh, she's cooking pizza in the oven, and some of the pizza fell in the bottom of the oven, and started a small fire in the bottom of the oven. What she did, just like I would expect a lot of people to do, is open the door, step back, told her kids to call nine one one, and started getting like. Kind of panicky, mm-hmm. and I got into the kitchen very shortly afterwards and realized this is not something you get upset about. You shut the and this power source up, which at that point was the oven, uh, an electric oven. Shut the power stuff up, close the door, and wait and see what happens. It's going to go out probably, Sorry. and and it's just a matter of. Knowing how to act, as you said, right. uh, knowing how to act. And, 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 and if you haven't gone through this scenario before, it's brand new to you. And yes, it, it can put you in a state of,
10: I won't, not necessarily panic, but a state of, gosh, what do I do? Right, right. Yeah. Uh, you know, a lot of our education goes to children, but then when we start training adults which is really right. what you're talking about. Sure. The training kind of drips off a little bit. There's not as many formal education spots for adults to learn, for, right. you know, fire safety. And really once you become an adult, you're getting into a little bit more of the mitigation where you're you're actually the one taking action right. sometimes. And we always try to tell people in the home, make sure if you're going to act that you're acting in between the fire and the exit. Yeah. That you're you're allowing yourself a pathway out during that process. But like you said, fire has to have oxygen. That's Killing the, the source, yeah. whether that's energy, gas, whatever yeah. that fuel source is, is a huge help to right. eliminate the the fuel of the fire. And then suffocating the fire with oxygen or an A B C fire extinguisher, right? Um, you know, home fire extinguishers, kitchen fire extinguishers, things like that can absolutely make a big impact on the. the it's, it's
3: the fire. same on top of the stove. When you have a, a pan of grease, all of a sudden it catches on fire. Get rid of the heat, man. Shut the shut the heat off and cover it. Right, right. Don't and try don't, to don't it. <laughs> don't ever try to touch it because it's going to be hot. Right, and I say that because I know that my son-in-law one time tried to do that in his home, and he grabbed a pan that was on fire and actually had quite serious burns. Absolutely, Yep. And had, def- ended up dropping, dropping the thing on the floor, and the grease went every, everywhere, and, and right. was really was quite a large fire. Right, I mean, I mean, so to speak, it wasn't like large enough, but they didn't have the fire department over. Right, there. so yeah.
7: Well, go ahead. No. Uh,
3: I was gonna say too.
7: You know, second and third degree burns from from the grease yeah. uh, is another issue as well. Not necessarily just the fire, but the hot grease, you yeah. know, being thrown on kids or or on the floor, or and usually at a, at a stove like that, your your reaction is to go to the sink, and where the right. sink is behind you or across the kitchen, your your that movement is spreading fire throughout yeah. the little area yeah. and uh, Danger. it's real dangerous. And Danger. have that, you know, have. The fire extinguisher away from the stove is a good idea. Like Matt was alluding to, too, is just near an exit so you can, if it's too big of a fire that you can't handle, that you decide, hey, 911 is the is the is the is the go-to at this point. Uh, you want to be able to move away from the stove toward a fire extinguisher if you feel like you can do the pull, aim, squeeze, and sweep action for the fire extinguisher. Right. Yeah.
3: Uh- and there's also a a rule that when people are getting out of the home they should always have a meeting place where they get together and meet so that basically basically we can do inventory on who's here and who isn't uh... and it saves a lot by people gathering and to make a 911 call it should really be done. Get out of the house first, and then make 911 calls. My my suggestion. I I that's think right. that's on the money. That's right.
7: Exit drills in the home is is the acronym EDITH. Yeah. EDITH is the acronym for exit drills in the home. That's a really good practice to uh, kind of do as you as you said a couple times a year, maybe you know, especially if you have visitors or or family that moves back in. Let's hey, yeah, let's just talk about what would happen in case of an emergency. Right. And that exit sure. drills in the home. Part of that is is having a meeting place outside yes somewhere that everyone can get to in a in a safe area and wait for the fire department this really helps the fire out fire, yeah. firefighters out is if I pull up to your home mm-hmm. and I step off the truck if I see a family member and they can tell me that everyone's out of the house or we have two two family members missing in the structure we can yeah. talk to them about. Where were they last seen? Uh, what is their location? Where are the bedrooms where Where was the fire? That little bit of information can really help out yes. um, the firefighters
3: so it's good that they're well informed. What should people be doing when they have like a two or three story house and the bedrooms are upstairs and the kids are upstairs? Is there any sort of action they should take to to
10: yeah, you you can you know there there's a lot of different options out there. There's self escape ladders that you can get for children that are under their beds and things like that. What we've kind of learned through modern fire research recently is shutting the door to the bedroom is an enormous increase in survivability. Right. Um, our our new homes are so much more tightly sealed with insulation. It, it limits the amount of air that moves throughout the structure, and that's the number one way fire travels, is, is convection, through air. Yeah. So if you can get the door shut, right. uh, there are cases out there where 20 minutes later, firefighters are still making rescues out of bedrooms because the door was shut, and they're in a survivable space. Wow. So yeah, uh-huh. the having the door shut, it's not the... A lot of people used to think it was the door protecting you from the fire. It's not. It's that the door changes the way the air moves, and the air yeah. is going to go away from you. That's strange, because You know, that's the same way air conditioning works. (laughs) You close the door and it doesn't work as well. Exactly. Because it can't circulate the air. You know, commercial uh, systems, fire alarm and fire detection systems, will shut the HVAC system off Uh to limit the the exposure to fire. But now, with some of our modern home systems, like some of these smart home features, they will also shut the HVAC systems off automatically. So it's pretty interesting how some of that technology has trickled down into the residential spaces. Do you think it's important for
3: somebody in a home to know where all their shutoffs are, like water, electrical,
10: gas, because they all have shutoffs coming into your house somewhere, else. Absolutely. Absolutely. Even if you don't have the ability to shut it off, if you can communicate to a a responder coming to your home where it's located, we absolutely are going to do that from the fire department side. That's the water shutoffs, the gas shutoffs. Depends on the department on electrical. Some departments will pull a meter. Some will rely on the the power company to do that. Um, Obviously, you wouldn't want a homeowner to try to pull electrical. Now, breakers is is something that you need to be familiar with. You can can definitely uh, reduce the risk of a fire. So it's a good idea for
3: homeowners to understand where their shutoffs, where everything is. Correct. That's something that's very important. All right, we're coming up to a short break. Can I keep you guys for another segment? Yes, Absolutely. sir. I'd love to do it. Uh, we're talking with uh, the uh, Mississippi State Fire Academy. Uh, Matt and uh, uh, Barry are here with us, and we're going to c- continue with that discussion in just a minute. You're listening to the Rocket Roll Handyman Show on Super Talk Mississippi at the MCEF Studios. That's the Mississippi Construction Education Foundation. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Make me a poster of an old radio. Just give me one thing that I can hold on to.
0: To believe in this living is just a
3: hard way to go.
0: To believe... Get ready for the Township Blues Festival. Saturday, November 11th. Live from the Township at Colony Park. Starring Cedric Burnside. Me. Oh! Hour.
12: I feel so paralyzed and you're so bright in my eyes and I never know just how to cry
0: singleton jimmy duck holmes and more get vip and general admission tickets now at townshipblues.com michelope ultra and bush light present the township blues festival eight hours of great live music and fun this is one you don't want to miss brought to you in part by renover roofing visit ridgeland township at colony park and super talk mississippi media get your tickets now townshipblues.com this project is partially funded by a grant through visit mississippi
9: the new degree of comfort
13: mid-south crawl space solutions the all things crawl spacey company we built this company to help homeowners solve their crawl space problems for good with patented products and proven solutions we're your number one choice for crawlspace waterproofing and repair foundation repair sagging and buckling floor repair mold treatment and concrete lifting and leveling Visit mscrawlspace.com or call 601-898-0891 now for all things Crawl Spacey.
9: Some days I cover up because of my moderate to severe plaque psoriasis. Now I'm hitting the road with clearer skin thanks to Sky Rizzi, Rizm of Riza, a prescription only 150 milligram injection for adults who are candidates for systemic or phototherapy. With Sky Rizzi, three out of four people achieved a 90% clearer skin at four months. And Skyrizi is just four doses a year after two starter doses. Don't use if allergic to Skyrizi. Serious allergic reactions and an increased risk of infections or a lower ability to fight them may occur. Before treatment, your doctor should check for infection and tuberculosis. Tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms such as fever, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough, or if you plan to or recently received a vaccine. Thanks to Skyrizi, there's nothing on my skin. And that means everything doctor today about Sky Rizzi, the number one dermatologist prescribed biologic in psoriasis. And visit SkyRizzi.com or call 1-866-SKY-RIZZI to learn more.
6: We've sent that Rip Van Winkle guy to the dentist.
2: Hey, what? Hey, what?
6: And what's worse than a trip to the dentist? Your wife's paint project that you've put off. Let Seabrook Paint and Jackson and Ridgeland find that Benjamin Moore paint and a contractor that will get you back doing the important things in life, like grilling and watching sports. Seabrook. Benjamin Moore Paint and a happy wife, happy life. Seabrook Paint, in Jackson on Monument, and in Ridgeland on West Jackson.
13: First down!
0: When you want mouthwatering flavors, friendly service, and a menu that makes the whole family happy, you want Spillway Diner in Brandon, a hidden gem of Old Fan and Road. We serve your favorite breakfast, dinner, and daily blue plate specials. From savory omelets to country fried steaks, pork chops, and the best fried chicken and catfish around. There's something for everyone, and everyone leaves satisfied. Guaranteed. Come on down to Spillway Diner, I'll hold Bannon Road in Brandon. And don't forget to follow us on Facebook for this week's specials. Hey.
3: Welcome back to the Handyman Show at the Super Talk Mississippi at the MCEF Studios. My guests from the Mississippi F- uh, State Fire Academy, um, Barry and Matt, and we're talking about fire safety. Basically, uh, all the things that we need to do to make sure that we're safe in the home. And we were talking during the break, and I said something that, I'm, that happens in a lot of houses. Well, People will move into a new home, and... Every bedroom has to have, is by code, supposed to have an egress, which is a, a big enough area open so that the person can get out. And a lot of times in new construction, the windows may be sh- painted shut. And then sometimes when people have their homes painted, repainted, the windows are again are painted shut. And nobody checks that. And it needs, you windows need to operate. They're egress for a reason, and they need to be able to be opened. And if they're shut, Painted shut, you need to break the seal and make sure they're open. That's that's probably as important thing as you can do.
10: Absolutely. Yeah, and, and recently we just had a, a parent, I think it was last week at the academy. They were taking a tour of the academy. They were asking about burglar bars. Yeah. It's a very similar thing. Y- you have to know how to operate those bars because, yeah. yes, they're designed for preventing people from coming in, but they're <laughs> also blocking your, your egress. So, yeah. um, Commercially made. Burglar bars also have releases. Um, we do see people try to make homemade versions, and that is that can be really risky for yeah. a fire. Yeah, you know,
7: um, part of what we talked about earlier about the Edith, you know, exit drills in a home is is having two ways out. Uh, right. Practicing, you know, your your common way out, of course, through a front door or side door, or whatever, but. As you say, yeah. Make sure the windows are are functional. They operate correctly. They're not painted shut or nailed shut for some security reason. You know, yeah. A lot of people sometimes will run a screw in in the side of the uh, window or side, so, you know, so it won't slide open. So right. Those are some issues that I would look at before I moved into a new
3: home. Yeah, yeah. you could because yeah. because you you you're really looking out for the safety of your family and yourself mm-hmm. by doing that, and that's worth doing. And uh, you know most people are so google eyed about a new home
10: and so happy about that that they don't think about the really the basics of what's really really important right and if you look at our our fire civilian fatality research, it basically shows that civilians, when they're under stress, they go to the normal way they go in and out of their house. Even if it's not the most, you know, the safest exit, they go towards the carport door or the – because that's what they normally go in and out of. They completely forget that there's a window two feet away that you could have gotten out of the house or there's a door on your way to that door. Sure. But like I said, if you haven't planned that or thought about that, you're not about to do it when you're under stress. You're going to revert back. Right. Do you guys think there'll ever be a time where
3: uh, sprinkler systems are going to be part of residential construction?
7: It's 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 moving that way. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's been some resistance.
3: You know, sometimes
7: uh, the thought is is that hey, if we add sprinkler systems to our city uh, in the ordinance, that it might run folks off. You know, that that it's running the cost up of the home, and that's right. that's. Probably the biggest hurdle that we've faced is the extra cost on the house, but yeah. um, I think it's going to go that way. I think that you'll see it more and more in the residential, commercial, res- residential. When you see the B and B's and and if you move, if you go visit Alabama, say, or, or or the Gulf Coast, and you see the condos, you'll see the residential sprinklers installed. And right. I think it's a good idea. I think that one one like I said, I think the biggest hurdle is going to be the the initial
10: cost. You know, so yeah. There's some interesting statistics from NFPA, it's one of our national, kind of the big uh, consensus standards that we uh-huh. use, but it's 97% of fires where you have sprinklers are controlled by the sprinkler and then fire fatalities are 85% lower if you have wow. a sprinkler system. So, so it's, it's, it's a huge difference. Uh, so the evidence is there that it's really worth doing. Right. I mean even though it's an expense, it's it's an investment more than it's an expense, and I, I think a lot of homeowners, or if you're going into building an, build a new home, uh-huh. some people think that every sprinkler flows water, and they don't want to put it in their home because it could cause water damage. Right. Most of those sprinkler systems are designed where one head goes off, and then they continually go off if there's you know the fire grows. So you're only going to have water damage in the area that the fire is. Are, are, so, are, are they, they? They are turned on by heat. Correct. So most most of them are there, you know, and it can get complicated, <laughs> deputy director Burnside yeah. way way more complicated. Than that. But
7: generally, it's they're affected by
10: heat. Yeah, that's, that's so that's why you reaction. will have
3: some that come on and some don't come that's on. Right.
7: and you see them in in like Matt's speaking of The, the myths are out there that this this that there are un- incredible. Yeah, you know the old movies where somebody takes a lighter and hits a sprinkler head and the whole building floods, and those <laughs> things we got to get past to to install these sprinkler <laughs> systems, but. They're very effective I, I I recall as a firefighter a fire chief in Clinton we you know we had an apartment building that had a, a small fire and and very minimal water damage uh, yeah. occurred and you couldn't even tell the damage from the the kitchen fire that we had. It was really very minimal i mean it it was they, a, they, they had a sprinkler system uh, yeah it was a sprinkler uh, we had it passed an ordinance on all all new construction had to have sprinkler systems that were apartments right. And so that was one of the first times I, I saw an actual residential sprinkler system work and very minimal damage, really something did a that good could job. be cleaned up in an hour or two,
3: yeah. It just seems to me it makes so much good sense. I mean, it's great to have a comfortable home and feel at peace in it, but I think it'd be you'd be more peaceful mentally if you had a sprinkler system and you knew that it was going to be, and if you knew the use of it and, and how, how practical it really is to have one. Right. When, so.
7: when you speak of 3,000 people, you know, I think it's the number, 3,000 a year in, in the United States are, are dying in these houses wow. fires. That's the movement. That's where all the fire protection folks are wanting to go to is, is let's sprinkle the house. This is where the folks are dying now.
3: Yeah, um, Your commercial structures usually don't have fire deaths. Yeah. yeah. Um, Does anybody who wants to be a fire person in Mississippi go through the fire academy, or or is that a requirement?
10: They do. So, you know, Mississippi is pretty unique. Um, we're probably in the top three largest academies in the nation, wow. um, mainly because a lot of these urban cities across the United States have their own academies, whereas yeah. we train the entire state of Mississippi. So yeah. thousands upon thousands of firefighters come through our gates. Um, we'll, we'll train both on and off campus over 10,000 firefighters a year at wow. the academy, and we also train private industries um, yeah. all across, really all across the nation. We train uh, FedEx Airport when they, they do their airport. Uh, training they train at the fire academy here so we have a pretty diverse um, you know demographic right. uh, of what who comes to our campus and who we train
3: and is the fire academy what they teach at the fire academy
10: is it only done in this in, in this uh, location in Pearl or do you have them throughout the state so we have w- what's called regional programs or field delivery programs yes. which are done kind of in-house at the departments but the main campus that we have is is basically like like a college campus right. and it, it's hard to compare the props and the facilities that we have to anywhere else just I'm because sure. we've consolidated into one spot. So, I mean, we have a train derailment on campus. We have multiple burn buildings on campus. We have, you know, a DC 9 aircraft on campus. Wow. So, it's hard to get those locally <laughs> for a local city. Yeah, really. So, yeah, we have some really, really, really good props. I mean, a DC
3: 9 won't fit in my backyard. That's some
5: cool stuff. <laughs> I mean, I just want to come over there and see that. <laughs> really? Amazing, it's, man, it goodness.
3: must be big. How many people work over there?
10: We have about 60 full-time staff with 30 full-time instructors. Uh, and for anyone that wants to come out, uh, we have a lot of schools that come tour. Yeah. Uh, we do it pretty much all year round. Uh, we have a public relations department. You can contact the academy and schedule a tour. and We'll show you. It's about 100 acres. Wow. Um, yeah. It's, so it's I didn't realize, I mean, as well as I've known some of the past directors, I still
3: have never been there, never visited you guys. Really. We're about running out of time. I'm, I'm sorry to say. Uh but I appreciate you people being here so very much, and I hope that the, the public takes notice that it's important. Fire safety is something we need to pay some attention to and put our minds to, because it's coming up Fire Safety Week. Get ready. All right. Uh, thank you, guys. The Mississippi State. Fire Academy are here with us, and we thank them very much for being part of what we're doing. Coming up, a music segment. We're going to talk a little bit about Buddy Holly and uh, and uh, all that kind of do wah and then we'll get back to doing uh, home care stuff. But uh, I appreciate you people very much, and uh, thank you. And I'll talk to you next time. All right, you're listening to uh, the Rock and Roll Handyman Show, the MCEF Studios, right here at Super Talk.
12: Huntington's
1: disease is a devastating genetic disorder causing motor, cognitive, and psychiatric impairments. Over 30,000 Americans are living with HD with hundreds of thousands at risk. Early diagnosis and research are vital to provide hope amid no cure. Let's unite to end misconceptions, provide empathy and care for those living with Huntington's. Please help us raise awareness and hope for families battling Huntington's disease. Start by visiting helpforhd.org. That's help, the number four, hd.org. Us England for Clark's Remodeling and Repair.
4: The kind of work that Jerry's done for me includes you know, minor repairs like rotting wood, remodeling uh, the master bath, uh, putting new French doors on the back of the house. He understands what he's doing and he usually points out you know, why I've had problems and not only how to fix it, but how to fix it so the problem doesn't recur. But I think Jerry's trustworthiness is beyond reproach.
6: Clark's Remodeling and Repair. A company you can trust. 601-214-9463. That's 601-214-9463.
0: You're listening to WFMN Flora Jackson. Super Talk Mississippi. Powered by your tree professionals at Barone's Tree Pros. Online at Barone'sTreePros.com.
2: News. on Samantha Liebman. A surprise attack on Israel from Gaza this morning. At least 100 Israelis dead. The Prime Minister saying Israel Israel is at war.
1: So far more than 2,000 rockets have been fired in, in major population centers like Tel Aviv and Jerusalem. But the part of this story that Israel was not prepared for, the infiltration of Palestinian militants into the southern border communities.
2: Hamas is in control of Israeli towns along the Gaza border. Fox's Trey Yings In southern Israel. President Biden being briefed on the situation, the National Security Council, in a statement condemning the attack, as are other countries. We've seen uh, everyone from Great Britain uh, to the European Union, to countries uh, in Europe, condemning today's uh, surprise attack by Hamas and Israel. Fox's Lucas Tomlinson, America is listening to Fox News. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Secretary of State Michael Watson admits the current campaign finance reporting system for Mississippi candidates is outdated, something that came to light during this year's primaries. In early August, he expressed concerns that current state leadership wasn't enforcing campaign finance laws. We had
6: two big packs uh, yesterday that we were looking at that did not file the report yet. Uh, one, Invest in Mississippi pack, and two, Conservative Values pack, uh, as well as others. And so, I, you know, there, there are several out there, but the, the important piece is when they think that campaign finance law is not being enforced in Mississippi, why, why bother with with fault the law? No.
2: He's planning to launch a new campaign finance reporting system that'll be similar to the FEC campaign finance search portal. There's no firm date on when it'll be operational.
0: Supertalk.fl. Supertalk.fl. Your one stop for all the news that matters in the Magnolia State. Supertalk.fl. Everything you need to know. At your fingertips.
1: Supertalk.fm. Join Sports Talk Mississippi every Friday during the 5 o'clock hour for Food Fridays presented by Polk's Meat. We'll tell you our favorite way to grill the delicious Polk's original, Cajun and garlic and green onion sausages, as well as other barbecue favorites. Remember, picky people pick Polk's. Hey, it's
0: Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi. Join us every day for the college football fix driven by Ford and your local Mississippi Ford dealers. Speaking of Ford, it's the final days of Ford Truck Month. Great game days start with a winning tailgate, kind that includes a Ford F-150 truck. With available features like pro power onboard, F-150 works like a mobile generator. So plug in your TV, your speakers, your blender, and fire up that grill, because with Ford F-150, greatness starts
2: here. Check out the F-150 at your local Mississippi Ford dealer. For the second year in a row, the Mississippi River is at near historic low water levels due to the drought. Austin Golding with Golding Barge Line says unfortunately they're being forced to take smaller loads up and down the river.
8: But the bottom line means less cargo on barges making the same runs that they always have. So if there's less cargo, then it's less efficient and ends up costing the consumer more money.
2: Short term relief is uncertain at this point.
8: Uh, We have the ability to load barges partially, stage other barges out in the river that we can draft deeper, uh, that we can still put the amount of product on the barge to go downriver that we normally do but that takes time and money and extra barges so no it's really a waiting game.
2: Farmers can opt to transport their crops by truck or train. It may be cheaper than current barge rates for some but it's still more expensive than the typical harvest season. Ready for the
5: big game? You are if you have a Honda generator from Frederick Sales and Service. Frederick Sales and Service can have you game day ready for your tailgate party. Honda super quiet generators are known for being reliable, lightweight, and fuel efficient, so you can enjoy the game without all the noise and hassle that lesser generators provide. Pick up a
10: Honda generator today at Frederick Sales and Service on Highway 471 in Brandon or
5: call 601-824-0074.
12: The 23rd Psalm is not just for funerals. Pastor Keith Haberstock tells how these words of comfort also inspire our thankfulness. This week on The Lutheran Hour.
6: Each Sunday morning at seven on Supertalk ninety-seven point three.
9: Some days I cover up because of my moderate to severe plaque psoriasis. Now I'm hitting the road with clearer skin thanks to Sky Rizzi, Kism of Rizza, a prescription only one hundred fifty milligram injection for adults who are candidates for systemic or phototherapy. Is with Sky Rizzi, three out of four people achieved ninety percent clearer skin at four months, and Sky Rizzi is just four doses a year after two starter doses. Dr. today about Skyrizi, the number one dermatologist prescribed biologic in psoriasis. And visit SkyRizzy.com or call 1-866-skyrizi to learn more.
6: The best made to order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th and Gold Sports Cafe. Homestyle plates full of catfish, shrimp and rib tips, just to name a few. Eat in or carry out, DoorDash or Grubhub. Call 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. Hello?
3: Buddy Slurk right here at the MCEF Studios. We're doing the Handyman Show, and this is really what we use as a music segment. And and I know some people scratch their heads and say, a Handyman Show? doing a music segment? Well, yes, we just like to be a little bit different, really, because I spent so much time in music myself, and I like it. But we're going to talk a little bit about Buddy Holly. Uh, Buddy Holly, of course, was from Lubbock, Texas, and first started in, in, in playing rock and roll guitar in the 50s uh, and had a little group and was playing, like, uh, skating rinks, uh, roller skating rinks, and, and bowling alleys, and Any place he could get a gig, he'd take it. Uh, But he worked hard enough where he finally got to the point where they got a tad of a record contract and had a a a little bit of a tour going. and, And then they he's written so many. He and his group have written so many great songs that still are valid today. That we listen to a lot of the Buddy Holly songs uh, that we don't even realize they were originally Buddy Holly songs. Uh, I think Linda Ronstadt has done a bunch of them, and people of that type have done that type of song. Uh, matter of fact, the Bobby Fuller Ford did I Fought the Law and the Law One, which was written by Sonny Curtis, who was one of the crickets in uh, Buddy Holly and the Crickets. Uh, but uh, I Fought the Law was. Done by the Bobby Fuller Four, who we happened to open for in New Hampshire in a group I was in at one time, and they did "I Fought the Law and the Law One because they had a major hit with it. A uh, very good song, by the way. Let me yeah, well,
5: it. and that's the one that I cut for the outro of this segment. Well, look at you. Yeah, so we were thinking alike, my man. <laughs> you know, great minds usually <laughs> you, do that.
3: Your your brain just in gear somehow. <laughs> right. Well,
5: and then I wanted to say I have a, a buddy Holly, oh boy, pulled up for us to play a little piece of during this segment.
3: Yeah, there's people getting an idea eye- of what, we're, yeah, talking what we're, about.
5: Talking about well, we're talking about. what so we we're
3: talking about. While we're talking about it. Let's bring up a little of it now, and we'll talk about it. You don't know what you've been
2: missing, oh boy, oh boy, when you're with me, oh boy, oh boy, the whole world can see that you, oh boy, oh boy, all of my life, I've been waiting, tonight there'll be no hesitation.
3: No yeah. That's right. That's where it started, right there. Uh, Rock and roll, Buddy Holly. Uh, One of the, on their tour, they used a tour bus, of course. Back in the 50s, the tour buses weren't like the tour buses of today. (laughs) Uh, And they had a a gig in uh, Clear Lake, Iowa, which is a, a It was a cold winter's day. They had to go up there, and their bus, uh, the heater was not working properly, and they froze. Well, one of the crickets at that time was Waylon Jennings, and he was actually in the crickets and uh, played the gig, and they did their gig at uh, uh, Clear Lake, Iowa, uh, and it was 1959. Uh, and in that show also a man called the Big Bopper which had a major hit back, and back then and Richie Valens who had two or three major hits back then but it was very cold outside and uh, buddy was just to the point where he said ah, i can't do that bus ride again so they rented a plane and it was a small plane it was like a four seater or a three three passenger one pilot plane and uh, Waylon was going to get on that plane but it turned out that the big bopper was feeling kind of ill kind of sick and uh, Waylon said well you take my seat on the plane and of course Waylon just being like 20 some odd years old Was just a kid, but a very very good guitar player and he and buddy Holly used to Go back and forth at one another all the time with little jokes and you know trying to trip each other each other up and all sorts of things and one of the last things that uh, Buddy Holly said to uh, Waylon was, well, I hope that you freeze in your bus on the way home. And then Waylon said to Buddy Holly and, in uh, response, well, I hope your plane crashes. And Waylon has said that he had to live with that the rest of his life, because that's exactly what happened. His plane did crash, and all three Buddy Holly uh... uh... big Bumper and richie Valence were killed in that plane crash in clear uh... uh clear uh... clear lake iowa i'm sorry uh, and it was just devastating to to the world and devastating to the uh... uh... To, to, to people like waylon jennings i mean a young man who was really just getting started in the music industry even though he had been playing guitar since he was 12 years old. Pretty good guitarist, too, by the way, Waylon was. But then he went out on his own and kind of did okay. But he did he got his start playing with the crickets. Yeah,
5: go ahead. Oh, Just to, one of the funny or odd things about this story, and there's so many, that it was Richie Valens and... Um, who was it, Also, that had they flipped coins to see who was going to get the seat?
3: Yeah, it was the big bopper. Well, I, I can't call his name right now, Richard right. something or
5: other. I believe, is, uh, is his last name. Right. And uh, PJ Richardson, I'm sorry. Yeah. Right. There you go. And so, yeah, the, um, and, and and Valen says, you know, basically, this is the only thing I've ever won your life yeah. uh, in the long run. Yeah. Uh, it's just like with Waylon and stating that. I hope your plane goes down, and then you got to live with that. But those those weird things around that story
3: really created created many songs. Don McLean did a song about it later, and and there's just been so many. You know, it, it had such an impact on the on, on the industry at that time. Uh, matter of fact, during one of the songs that was written about it, it was talking about music being dead at that point in time. Well, that didn't take place. thankfully. Thank you, God. Uh, we do, because music still is alive and well and doing extremely well. But uh, uh, Buddy Holly and the Crickets, they were something else. Uh, and uh, they, they, just, they just took the nation by storm. Uh, matter of fact, he was on the Ed Sullivan show a number of times. And was uh, they had cameras on. And uh, Ed had never seen him before before. And Buddy Holly started taking off his song, and before you know it, his legs were shaking, and Sullivan says, Move the camera up. Get rid of it. Don't show his legs on the air. (laughs) And so they showed just Buddy Holly's face, Uh, because TV was a lot different back then, Uh, and and Ed Sullivan was uh, sort of a a straight arrow, if you you will, Uh, but that's really how it happened. But at any rate... My trip up to, it was Mason City, Iowa, and I got to fly in a small jet, a, 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 what was a, a, a Citation. And it was a, a great jet, but this major company up there, this Wood Harbor Cabinet and Door Company, which makes very high-quality gear, had flown their plane down here to pick us up, uh, the manager of our uh, Cabinet Department. I was the manager of our door department and one other person and we all got to fly into That particular airport which at the time we didn't know that was the airport that Buddy Holly had flown out of so we flew into Clear Lake Airport got picked up and taken to Mason City, which isn't very far away, by the way, and We got to see all the people at the uh Wood Harbor and their facilities absolutely gorgeous facilities and then as we were taking off and we we did get to meet the pilot and the co-pilot they were very friendly on this flight and they said by the way did you know that this is the same airport that buddy holly flew out of <laughs> well that made us feel real good <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs>
5: Yeah, well that, that's a it makes you grind your teeth a little yeah, bit. Like, oh, yeah. And
3: you want me to get in that plane? <laughs> yeah. Well,
5: in the, in the pilot, uh, apparently, you know, he wasn't certified to fly with just instruments. Right. And, and that plane had been outfitted with a new type of gyroscope, a Sperry, I think, is the type. Yeah. And it worked exactly the opposite as all the other gyroscopes that were on planes of that type. And basically, the brother of Buddy Holly, Larry Holly got the report from the FAA about a year later and as he read the report the the crew and or, or the pilot and the the, the passengers felt that they, they they the instruments to them the pilot thought they were still going up although they were descending dr- dramatically so it really wasn't it seems a failure of the hardware or the plane or conditions right more a pilot error situation where new hardware, at the time, was installed and the pilot was not
3: brought up to speed to use
5: on it. it. You know? and uh, maybe he didn't even know that that had been changed out of that plane. So just crazy. I mean, just weird coincidences in that story.
3: Do you know, on, on a lot of plane accidents, that is kind of the case where the pilot's not aware of something new, a new feature that may have right. been added. I mean, uh, what is it? The uh, uh, I can't call a plane right now. That that
5: new Airbus. The 737 737
3: went through the same problem. They put in a new system for it uh, so it wouldn't keep it from nosediving but they didn't tell the pilots about how to correct it or how to undo
5: it. And they, and they weren't uh, trained on it in the simulators, and, and so yeah, it's just one, like you said, I think the technology although amazing, can at times, if you're not up to speed on it,
3: outpace, it, it us. It outpace yeah. us. Yeah, for sure, but at any rate, that's the music for today and uh, we'll we'll do an outtake with some uh, buddy, Holly, I Fought the Law and we'll talk about that in just a while, but uh, until then, uh, we're going to do more handyman stuff, because that's what we're here to do, handyman stuff. 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 Um, All right, we better. I better. You know what? I haven't looked at the text line all day long. Uh, First question is: Some guy used Quick quick, Creek crack sealer uh, in his driveway, and some of the cracks have shows cracks in some places. And what needs to be done? Well. I have the same situation at my house, and I was going to bring that up as one of my segments this morning, or one of the things to talk about this morning was cracks in the driveway. Uh, because I've walked around my neighborhood, and almost all the driveways are concrete, and. Not many of them have ever had crack fill put in them, and they are getting all distorted and shaped, misshaped, and and some of the pieces are rising and some of the pieces are sinking. Well, crack filler actually seals that up pretty good. So I sealed mine up with actually with quick-crete sealer the very first time, and I've tried to go buy some quick-crete sealer since then and use it, and it had been sitting on the shelf. It was so long it was not really useful anymore. But there's a great crack sealer out there that you can actually order from Amazon or probably get at a good hardware store or a, or a big box home center. It's called Siliflex, uh, Silka SilkaFlex. I'm sorry. S-I-L-K-A-Flex. S-L S L stands for self-leveling. And it's gray and it's about about 11 bucks a tube. And it's a great product for sealing the cracks in your driveway. I'm going to order uh, probably a I don't know, a half a dozen tubes or so from Amazon and get my share and actually go out and take the areas that are not filled with crack. matter of fact, I'll probably go over the whole area again that has been cracked, so I will not have cracks in my driveway because it's very important. But if you have voids where you have cracked before, but somehow there's been a little bit of movement and the crack has opened again, time to put more filler in there. And not really a case of having removing the old filler, because the old filler has pretty much bonded to the concrete pretty well, and it's pretty well going to stay in place, so it's going to be hard to move, unless you've got it mound up, and it's like mounded up, and it shouldn't be, but it is.
5: How wide of a gap would you say is too much for filling with one of the levelers, fillers of those, or at what point do you need to just mix up some concrete and Uh, and pour into the crack?
3: Yeah, I would say if if you're getting much over half inch of crack, you better start thinking about using a backer rod first off. And then if you got a major wide, like a inch or inch and a half wide crack, it's not a bad idea to go ahead and put some vinyl concrete patch in there before you go ahead and put in your concrete driveway sealer on top of that to prevent it from cracking more and, and spreading more. Because concrete is going to crack. That's all there is to it. And... Uh, That's what expansion joints in concrete is all about. And if they're put in the right place at the right time and everything is done correctly, there'll be less cracking because the cracks will be controlled. There'll be controlled cracks. They'll be going to a certain area. But a lot of times, expansion joints in concrete, which is an actual space in the concrete, are not actually put in the right place and therefore you will have cracking in the driveway
5: I've seen uh, I've seen people take it and add add more of those spaces and I've, I've seen a couple of crews do it with that big saw yeah the concrete saw, that's sure. kind of a cool thing to watch, man, yeah. you can take it just oh, yeah. totally. it's not fun to listen to very much No,
3: it wouldn't, be, it, it wouldn't be fun to breathe either.
5: Man, I can tell you it'll if you have like you said Without the appropriate spacers in there, you can have someone come out and cut right. and put more in there if you think. Now the other thing is with the leveling of the foundation stuff that uh, the foam. Right. Have you and I, and, I, and I? Because I haven't, and I don't know anyone that has used it, but I've heard that that stuff is extremely good at once you get your, you, you know, the cracks and you see where it's sinking and sagging. That that stuff's excellent and pushing up everything back to. Its original spot.
3: And I have not used it myself, nor have I been to a job that it's been I'd used. i would love to, to hear in. from somebody. Yeah. But uh, uh, Mid South Crawl Space Solutions does that type of thing. And uh, Josh talks about it all the time. And what it will do if the, cr- the distortion of the driveway, like concrete sinking, concrete raising up, hasn't gone too far. Catch it before it goes too far. It can be corrected by calling Mid South South Crawl Space Solutions, or call. uh, Matter of fact, you can call. What's her name? <laughs> I'll think about it for a while. Uh, they, they do a great job on, on it as well. Uh, but yes, that they use uh, a foam and it goes all the way to bridge depth and it'll level out your driveway and then you seal your cracks up and you're back in, you're back in play again. You've got a, a driveway that's going to last many, many years. And any driveway that's put in is meant to last many years, even with the unstable soil that some, we have in this state will have problems where something can be moving. And still, if the driveway is cared for and the cracks are properly sealed, you're not going to have major problems with it. All right. Uh, let's see. Well, I, I'm having trouble getting my knee, my things here. Oh, wow. I didn't realize they went back. They go way back. Well, I'll get to them in just a minute. <laughs> I can't read on that. Hey, Buddy Holly coming up with I Fought the Law and the Law One. Let's listen to it and take us a little break here, and uh, we'll enjoy listening to their do do a little song for us. So uh, be back in just a minute. You listen to Buddy Slowick and the Rock and Roll Handyman Show at the MCEF Studios. Be right back.
2: Law One, I Fought the Law.
0: For the Township Blues Festival, Saturday, November 11th, live from the Township at Colony Park, starring Cedric Burnside. Singleton, Jimmy Duck Holmes, and more. Get VIP and general admission tickets now at TownshipBlues.com. Michelob Ultra and Bush Light present the Township Blues Festival. Eight hours of great live music and fun. This is one you don't want to miss. Brought to you in part by Renova Roofing. Visit Ridgeland, Township at Colony Park, and Super Talk Mississippi Media. Get your tickets now. TownshipBlues.com. This project is partially funded by a grant through Visit Mississippi.
8: Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do. If you don't see the rock, you better
11: keep on rolling. Can't find time to make an appointment for an oil change? Rapid Oil Change offers no appointment needed services. Drive in and save big. We offer spacious waiting areas and complete most routine maintenance in 15 minutes or less. Stop by today and see why we've been Mississippi's fast service leader for over 37 years.
8: Rapid Oil Change, where you should be. And if you don't see the rock you better keep on rolling
2: <laughs> my dad has a cold but also has high blood pressure that's why i got him vix dayquil high blood pressure for max strength daytime relief unlike some ordinary cold medicines it's specially formulated for people like my dad dayquil high blood pressure is sugar-free alcohol-free and decongestant free <sighs>
4: Vicks Dayquil high blood pressure. The daytime, non-drowsy, coughing, aching, fever, sore throat, cold and flu for people with high blood pressure.
2: Like my dad.
4: Medicine
8: the Black Label Bridge Builders. Extra Table is hosting its third annual bourbon festival on October 19th at the Reed House at Live Oaks in Jackson. You'll be wowed with the opportunity to enjoy 125 different bourbons, bourbon themed hors d'oeuvres, a cigar bar, and live music. Hurry, tickets are almost sold out. For general admission tickets or for VIP tickets including a High West Distillery private bourbon tasting, go to supertalk.fm slash extra table. This event benefits Extra Table, helping in hunger in our state
9: if you're like me hair isn't just hair because hair is confidence hair is identity hair is everything and i love that i can find beauty steals of 50 off by hair care must-haves like lola v and color wow amazing deals on shampoo and conditioner pairs from redken and living proof and new product launches from my favorite brands like dyson and way all at ulta beauty's gorgeous hair event Happening now until October 21st. So hurry, shop in store online or try to pickup today. Ulta Beauty. The possibilities are beautiful, conditions may apply.
3: Welcome. Welcome back to the Rock and Roll Handyman Show. My name is Buddy Slowick at the MCEF Studios. That's the Mississippi Construction Education Foundation. Great organization by the way. They really care about the future of this state and that enough people are involved in the commercial and construction industry and they have training programs for that. Uh, they are a support of trade schools, a support of high schools, even grade schools where they're beginning to uh, teach young people about about construction and industrial type work there's so much of that uh, coming in our direction even though there's going to be some changes um, a lot of these people that are walking out on strike right now are going to be replaced by machines and that's coming more and more as time goes on machines robots will actually be doing the work in factories that a lot of people are doing but it's going to take somebody trained in how to operate that robot correctly, so that's very important that the technical aspect of this is as important as anything else and that's part of what the Mississippi Construction Education Foundation is all about to get people ready for uh, a, a great great career in That construction or industrial industry good good organization uh, check them out at mcef.net uh, and you can get right to them and, and, and find out more they give classes themselves they have great 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 uh, show uh, not showrooms uh, uh, classrooms and space they have a large space in Pearl a big uh, learning center teaching center in Pearl a lot of people masters in in their trade and in, in whether it's welding or electrical or HVAC or whatever it may be are actually the instructors over there and they do a great job. Uh, Mississippi Construction Education Foundation. Proud to have them as sponsors of this program. All right, getting a home ready for elderly. Uh, maybe your parents are getting elderly. Maybe um, maybe you're about to move out, and your 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 parents or parent is going to be left alone. Well, what needs to take place is the house needs to be ready for elderly people to live in, which means more grab bars. There needs to be grab bars in the tub, of course, uh, and in the shower, of course, Uh, more handrails, Uh, even on flat walkways, hallways. A handrail is a good thing. You'll see them in hospitals and hallways all the time, a handrail. Why are they there? To help people who need it. That's what a handrail will do in a hallway. So a... Uh, and Of course upstairs handrails are very important uh, handrails are just really can keep people from falling and The last thing an elderly person needs to do is fall because that can create major major problems uh, And there's many of elderly people that can speak to that You know saying that yes, a fall is what created the state that I'm in and uh, And I'm going to be in for quite a while because of that and sometimes their fall is correctable and sometimes their fall is not so uh, You you know you got to get rid of you shouldn't have a lot of steps around Uh, You should have non-skid applied to any. like if you do have steps onto your deck or steps out of your house, they should have non-skid applied to it. <clears throat> you can buy non-skid to apply to your steps, or you can actually paint your steps with a uh, paint that's got an abrasive in it that'll actually actually grabs your feet. and it makes you hold it in place pretty good, and it won't slip at all, even in the rain. Uh, so that that non-skid is very important to do. Um, but also, all of your N- knobs need to be handles your doorknobs don't need to be door knobs around they need to be handles handles are much easier to for uh, for anybody to use uh, same on your plumbing fixtures handles use handles it's very very important to do that uh, and that's something that some people need to do all the time uh, get that home ready for these elderly people Uh Discuss emergencies with them and how they intend to address that situation, or uh that that's important stuff to do but uh that that's that's important for sure. all right, let me tell you a little about Atlas Foundation. What a foundation company. You talk about somebody who really, they've been in business so long and they do such a good job on foundations anywhere throughout the state of Mississippi. Uh, Tony Arpino knows the soils in Mississippi. Up and down he knows them everywhere and they are different in different parts of the state and in different even in different locations they're different Uh, the same subdivision can have two or three type of soil in it sometimes Uh, but all that can be taken care of by Tony Arpino and Atlas Foundation if you've got a slab foundation that is giving you some sort of trouble where it's not level or it's not right call tony arpino at 800-256-1010 that's 800-256-1010 tony arpino atlas foundation they know their business and they do a great job they'll give you a free estimate come to your place of business church house anything that needs leveling Tony Arpino can work on and can help. And he does it with very little effort and very little people involved and very little, no heavy equipment at all. So uh, you call him. You'll be happy you did. Atlas Foundation. Great organization it is. Uh, And uh, I've talked to Tony many times. Nice guy. You'll actually enjoy talking to him. Even if he does like it football teams from Louisiana <laughs> well uh, I'm not I'm not one of those that are anti uh, LSU uh, I mean
5: I'm pro football
3: I, I you know, am too I'm, I'm, I'm pro advocate. Se, SEC is really where I am yeah. I mean that's but but it all changes
5: when they're playing Mississippi teams <laughs> Oh no doubt I mean I had a it's funny one of the posters last night on the uh, football shows like man you're on Gallo this morning and you're you do this at night man when do you ever get sleep I said. I just get jacked up for football. Yeah, you know, this is one time <laughs> a year you got like 10 or 15 weeks. You right. got to love that. I, I mean, and I for embrace sure. it.
3: For sure. So,
5: it it takes away from getting other things done. Uh, it does. But, you know, that's the price you pay to live in the Southeastern Conference footprint and in a state where <laughs> high school football on Friday night takes precedence over wow. everything. And, yeah, yeah. and it should. It's a pageantry, it's so much fun and meeting and running into people of all walks of life. It, it, I, I will say that it's a it's a small community out there right. in Mississippi when you go to see Mississippi football. And, and it, this it, station does a great job of bringing people together.
3: Yeah. And and anytime I've ever heard, <clears throat> like some of the guys from ESPN do a state game or an Ole Miss game or something like that, they say, this is one of the best facilities I've ever been to. The, 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 faci- the way they take on football down here is a lot different than they do in a lot of places.
5: Well, and, you know, the, the, some of the handyman things that I, I, I've i witnessed, and we talk a lot about houses, but if you take a look at some of these tailgate setups yeah. at, at Northwest Rankin High School for yeah. a football game, at Hartfield, at MRA, Prep, all over the metro area. Right. Uh, and I'm not sure how the tailgating works in, in other areas of the state as I know it's taking on a new kind of uh, identity in the high school level. Indeed. But seeing some of the craftiness and the handy yeah, I mean, once you start getting the grills and th- I mean, it's it's really cool, and the lighting, I mean, it's, it's amazing. It, it is amazing. Well, uh, need an engineering degree, to, but hey, indeed, like you said, you got to have plans.
3: You got to stick plans. to your plans, <laughs> and it's going beyond high school. Uh, my twin granddaughters are 13 years old, and they're part of the dance team for the junior high school, and they have junior high football games, and they're having tailgate
5: parties before their game, too. Man, I went to a Hartfield. Jackson prep. Yeah, wow. Ninth grade game. <laughs> the and you big... had to park across the street at <laughs> an orthodontist office. There was no seating anywhere. Yeah. And and then you had I mean it's amazing. And then if you looked at the game that happened last night between MRA and Hartfield, yeah. it was an absolute one for the ages. So not only do you get to do crafty and handyman stuff and all that, then you get to go out and enjoy your the fruits of all your labor and then watch this amazing game unfold. Yes. Yeah. And, and, and like in your backyard, but there's a football game going on. It's like you have invited all your best friends over. Yeah, really. And you get to just hang out and have a big time.
3: Yeah, I, I think people enjoy tailgating as just I won't say quite as much as football, but it's part of it.
5: Well, some of the grills and and you don't uh, some of the grills some of the grills are amazing. The trailers and grills, and we have a couple that'll text in on the Guard Mama show because they grow so much stuff. What, they, what's
3: his name? Rich from Rich. Uh, oh, ri- oh my God, uh, man! His grill is like unbelievable.
5: Hey, Rish! That, that's handyman stuff, there, man.
3: I think you sent Ma, a garden mom a picture of your grill this morning. Or I saw yeah, he one. On that's one of, it you know, yeah. he, one of them. It was huge. One of
5: the guys has got like an 18-wheeler,
3: <laughs> and
5: he can put like 10,000 ribs
3: Unbelievable.
5: on it at one time. It's amazing. But that, to me, that's part of the well, you know, what you talk about a lot is it's craft. Yeah. It's not just on the home. It's you know welding. Oh. MCEF plumbing yeah, yeah. and not necessarily on a home. You, right. Some of the creative you might, might want to make the biggest grill in the world. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> and so we, we appreciate you sharing that yeah. because those projects, it's like crafting a guitar. Yeah. The craftsmanship that goes into that is yeah. um, you, you got to be a master craftsman to do that, not yeah. just somebody that plays guitar and knows a little bit about guitars.
3: Yeah, we've had uh, in the past, and I will again. Um, uh, Joey Burrell from Brandon has is a, a how do you say Lutheran? and he does build guitars and he actually does work on them as well uh, on on existing guitars but the guitars he's built are very, very special, very good I know some very good guitar players that have Joey Burrell's guitars that just brag on them and they compare them to their Martin guitar and some even like them better than their Martin acoustics Uh, but uh, yes, they are master craftsmen for sure
5: Well, and that kind of goes into and not necessarily a topic that that I wanted to push you on today, but as we start getting into the cooler months and you start getting mm-hmm. into that that damp, misty, windy outside, where people go, oh, I don't know if I really want to go out. <laughs> but you know, I, I I know that there's folks out there that have done, you know, the the the. Uh, portable, removable, non-permanent uh, type of uh, windscreens and barriers that I've seen some around on nice homes. And, right. and I'm curious, I'd love to, as we move forward, you know, send some pictures of some of those because I know there's varying qualities, but they look to do a great job. They
3: look to do a great job, yeah. I, I would like to see some pictures of some some people
5: uh of their idea of exactly. their windscreen. Yeah, I'd uh, love to see that creativity because they those things look to be extremely uh, helpful in they, these months coming up. I've never had one.
3: I've never had one either.
5: But they really look like they could save your your outdoor uh, enjoyment uh, a lot.
3: Oh, hold. I had about maybe two months ago somebody texted us a question about one of those windscreens on the deck and how to build one, and I talked a little bit about how to build one. But that was only one system. I would like, as you would, like to see some of the pictures of some of the systems that are being used for that purpose.
5: Exactly. No one. And I'm a big outdoor person. In the winter, I love being outside. And I don't know how many of our listener family members out there, When as the weather cools, I get it's almost like a magnet pulling me out there. It's like Bugs Bunny with the carrot in front of you know, him. <laughs> he smells the carrot stew and <laughs> just go. gets in it all of a sudden. And Elmer Fudd's stirring him. That's kind of the way I feel when, in winter. I, it just something pulls me out there. And I don't know. But uh, I, it, you always get out there and I'm bundled up. I want to figure out a way to be warm. You know, when it's 32 degrees without having, like, a Michelin Man worth of wear on.
3: Yeah. Well, they are building better gear today where it's actually lightweight and can keep you very warm. uh, And it works pretty well. Do you have,
5: like, an outdoor chiminea or a a fire pit?
3: I don't. I wish I did have either or, but I don't have either or. And I I would love to have one in my backyard. I've got the room for it and really would love to have one.
5: I've seen some really cool home-built ones, ones that folks have (gasps) drawn plans out. And uh, they, I mean, just really cool. Uh, I ran into Joel. Uh, yeah. at Hartfield Game. Uh, Waters, he wanted me to tell you, hey, give him a call. He wants us to come back out, but his fire pit was really cool. Yeah. I mean, I love the fire pit mentality. That's so much good stuff happens it, around a fire it, pit. It
3: just wants, it, it kind of draws a group <laughs> together and, exactly. and wants the group just to kind of It's face-to-face time, Mike, and we don't have much of that in our lives. So so
5: send us pics of your Adirondacks and your homemade (laughs) fire pits as we get into the cooler months. We would love to see that stuff.
3: Yes, yeah, because we want uh, We're going to copy it. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to copy it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's <laughs> and and, and use. show the whole world. Yeah. <laughs> it's not, it won't be yours alone anymore. You've
5: got to be willing to share. This yeah, is the be, cloud be, we're living in
3: now. Yeah, be willing to share. Share your expertise with us because we'd like to send it out to those who want to do the same sort of thing for their home. Uh, so let's let's hear. Well, um, real estate, as we know. Is changing and has changed over the past what two or three years Uh, and it's going to continue to change and in view of that the next it probably won't be for three or four weeks or so but I'm going to have the president of the Mississippi Real Estate Association on board and we're going to talk about where real estate is going, and and what's happening to real estate and mortgage rates, <clears throat> and uh, that'll be an interesting conversation when he gets on board, and we'll talk about him more. But uh, that'll be coming up in the future. But right now, we're going to take us a short break. And uh, you're listening to the Rock and Roll Handyman Show at the MCEF Studios. And my name is Buddy Slowick on Super Talk. Be right back. Don't you go away.
2: Get home.
4: superior. It's more than a name. It's a promise that we make to our customers to provide you the highest quality U.S. farm-raised catfish at your favorite restaurant, your family reunion, or on your dinner table. Hey, this is Steve Azar, and I want to let you know that with superior catfish, you know the next bite is as good as the first, time after time, made possible by your friends and neighbors here in Mississippi. Remember, there's catfish, then there is superior catfish.
9: My husband and I want the best for our children. So when our son Tripp shared his interest in career and technical education, we panicked. Hard work, dirty jobs, low pay. That's what we thought until we got the facts. We discovered countless paths to success, not to mention the growth opportunities. I'm so glad we listened to Trip.
1: Trade up.
4: Discover the power of career and technical education and start building your career. This message brought to you by the Mississippi Construction Education Foundation. Building tomorrow's workforce today. Hi.
8: I'm Thomas Trammell, owner of Family Termite & Environment. We're a family-owned and operated business and we care about our customers and treat them like family. In Mississippi, we have all four seasons and every weather condition, sometimes all in the same day. Environmental changes attract different types of household pests to our homes. No matter what type of pest you're dealing with, Family Termite is here to answer your questions and help find a solution. Call us for all your pest and termite control needs. That's Family Termite at 601-933-1014.
9: the new degree of comfort.
12: Mid-South Crawl
13: Space Solutions, the all things Crawl Spacey company. We built this company to help homeowners solve their crawl space problems for good with patented products and proven solutions. We're your number one choice for crawl space waterproofing and repair, foundation repair, sagging and buckling floor repair, mold treatment and concrete lifting and leveling. Visit mscrawlspace.com or call 601-898-0891 now for all things Crawl Spacey.
11: Hi, this is Shelby with Two Men and a Truck. At Two Men and a Truck, we've added a new service option to our brand, Junk Removal. Whether you're deep cleaning, renovating, or staging your home to sell, our Two Men in a Truck junk removal option is perfect to get the job done. Our professionally trained moving and junk removal teams will load and haul away your unwanted junk for you. Visit 2mininatruck.com to learn more and get a free junk removal quote. That's 2mininatruck.com.
9: Every 40 seconds a child is reported missing Find the Children is a nonprofit organization dedicated to helping find missing kids You can be a part of their mission by donating your unwanted car Call 1-800-775-5622 You'll receive the maximum tax deduction and we provide fast, free pickup Call 1-800-775-5622 Donate your unwanted or unused car Call 1-800-775-5622 This advertisement was paid for by Cars R Us and Find the Children
7: I was three days short of pulling out of King's Ford. I was headed down to Houston and Had a guitar pack in a burlap sack for exploiting my country sang. I bypassed Jackson, bypassed Memphis by the time I got to Arkansas. I
1: sold my car and that black guitar for anything cool tall.
3: Yeah, highway,
1: 49.
3: highway 40 what? <laughs> All right, handyman show right here at Super Talk, Mississippi. My name is Buddy Slowick at the MCEF studios, and uh, we're going to just talk about taking care of your house and things around that need to be done. Um, wallpaper was used a lot many years ago. Uh, a lot of people used it and used it everywhere. However, it's beginning to have a little bit of a comeback. People are starting to use more and more wallpaper than they ever were before because it gives us the opportunity to personalize our home. Uh, The tough part about old wallpaper is removing it. And it's best removed with, like, a paper tiger and some wallpaper paste. And uh, what you do is you take a paper tiger, which is like a roller with little burrs in it and you would actually roll the wall paper with it actually perforating little holes inside the wallpaper and then with a sponge in a solution of rem uh, of uh, paste removable paste you'd actually wet the wallpaper down and this paste would actually seep into the little crevices that were created by the paper tiger and actually dissolve the glue. Um, and then what happens is pretty much the wallpaper will come off in two type strips. First, And if you're lucky, it'll all come off at once. But most times, it's like the face part of it comes off and one little paper backing stays on the wall. Well, at that point in time, what you do is another layer of wallpaper paste remover over it with a sponge, let that soak for a while, and then with a putty knife it removes really easily, really easy to take care of. But keep in mind that almost any wallpaper that has been removed, I've never seen a wall that has had wallpaper removed from it that didn't need some sort of sheetrock work done to it to make it work properly again, to make it even and smooth. And another important issue with Wallpaper paste is anytime you take old wallpaper off and the wall is relatively clean, it looks like it's ready for paint is probably not because there may be some wallpaper paste still on there, and it needs to be washed just absolutely just as clean as it can be uh, so that there's no paste on there because that will affect your paint in very many ways. Uh, Lance, you had your red light
5: on the long. Ago. Well, I didn't want to interrupt your train of thought, so if you uh, want to yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> okay, no, cool.
5: no, no. Well, no, uh, Mike, uh, the, the call I had, and Mike did not want to get on the phone, but he just wanted me to have you pass this along to our, our listeners. Mike Batticello from uh, Columbus, Mississippi, he said, uh, the Volcam semi-self-leveling is really good if you have a pitched driveway. Yep. Yeah. So it won't run off on you. And um, like you said, for the expansion joints or cracks that go to the edge of the slab, be sure to tape off the end of the crack so the sealer doesn't squirt out and fall, you know, flow out.
3: Right. Uh, that's going to happen more with, like, uh, the quick crete or the, the bottle-type sealer that actually pours out that is more of a a liquidy type substance than, like, what's in a caulking gun. Most caulking guns right. are going to be going to stay put. And they're gonna stay where you put them, uh, and I agree with them. If you have a pitched driveway, the self-leveling kind of, semi-self-leveling is a little bit better because it, it won't it won't drain down as much. So yeah, that's a very good qu- uh, point. Is now. there
5: a temperature at what point you do not want to be working on the driveway similar to paint where it just yeah. won't cure or?
3: Yeah, I don't I don't think I'd. I'd want to be doing much of that below 55 degrees, and that's just that's a guesstimate, uh, and I'm sure that Patton Seabrook or somebody like that could give an answer to that, but my my answer is 55 degrees. I wouldn't. If it gets below that, and it's going to be below that. Like if it's 55 degrees at 5 in the evening, you don't want to go out and start patching your driveway, driveway because at night it's going to get down colder than that. So uh, if it's 55 in the morning and going to be rising, hey, get out and get started and before you patch any cracks make sure they're all always cleaned out uh to clean out all the debris the dirt and the grass that's growing in there the weeds and get that area as clean as possibly can so uh, i guess we did it we did a, we've we've talked enough about cracks huh
5: <laughs> yeah we've gotten the cracks covered <laughs>
3: we got the cracks covered so that's that's what we try to do we get, get the cracks covered that's what the handyman show is all about you know um All the hinges on our doors and all the knobs need lubrication. And if they don't get lubrication, they're going to wear out sooner. They're not going to operate quite as well. A great lubricant for any kind of hinge, door lock, anything at all, padlock, anything is LPS1. It's a great lock lubricant. And it does a wonderful job without building up at all. It also has some water displacement product in it, which helps water displace out of there, dries it, and does a great job. Uh, and uh, then what you need to do is you need to go back and tighten up all of your screws anywhere that you have like all of your hinges on all of your doors. Most hinges have three screws in each side. Uh, and that would mean one hinge would have six screws in it if it's an eight-foot door it probably have eight screws in it they all need to be tightened and i say tightened some come so loose uh, so little loose they barely look like they need tightening but when you tighten them up they pull the hinge tight towards the door frame and tight towards the door as they should be and the door will operate better that way so all hinges and knobs need to have that lubrication on them from time to time and it should be done I think annually particularly in this season right now when we're going to start having this cold weather pouring in if there's moisture inside your lock it's gonna create problems it's gonna create major problems so uh, getting some sort of lubricant on there helps a great deal and I hope that's exactly what you do Um, Okay. Let's. What other questions we have is uh, I I didn't dare bring this up because I don't want to tread on Garden Mamas uh, show at all. But but there's a lot of talk about leaves in the backyard when they start falling. Um, Do we leave them or do we remove them? And that that's a big question. There's a theory that if by leaving them. All the nutrients from the leaves actually get into the lawn and actually feed it and actually give it the proper nutrients that it needs and therefore it's taken care of by nature but we have uh, chemicals and all sorts of things where we can actually we clean off all the leaves and then we go ahead and put a weed and feed on it and all sorts of food to help it but there's a theory that the leaves need to stay they really don't hurt anything and pretty much that's the way i do my backyard that's not the way i do my front yard but in the back hey I, don't care.
5: I wanted to say one thing i'm sure we have folks going heading to uh, hattiesburg today
3: think so yeah going down <laughs> for
5: the game but you also have jackson state yes uh, so okay uh you play in, in there at alabama state but all corn yeah. in, they're in town today so if you're driving thank you for tuning in today
3: yeah really we appreciate all the people who are going to games and i know that uh, one game starting here, no, it's already started. It's already right? going. Yeah, the state game's already started. And state, state's doing who today?
5: Western Michigan.
3: Yeah, Western Michigan. Uh, what's the score going to be?
5: A hundred to very little. A <laughs> hundred to very little. <laughs> that's not saying
3: much for state. <laughs> no, I'm saying that's going to be state. I know, I know, I have more
5: faith in something.
3: Do. <laughs> I know. Um, I just had to say that. Uh yeah, I, they got to win this one. And tomorrow I have an appointment in my son's house to watch the Patriots play the Saints. Uh, and I know that everybody that's listening is a Saints fan. I'm sorry. I'm a Patriots fan. I like the Saints, and I do watch the Saints, except for when they're playing the Patriots. So then I'm, uh-uh. Then I, I, I'm, I'm Patriots all the way. So he and I are big-time Patriots fans, and we're going to go watch it at his house and uh, watch the game and just party on. That's what weekend's for, having football all weekend. That's You got it today all day, huh? <clears throat> Pretty much. You'd be, you're be going from here to there. <clears throat> Not only are you going to be producing the show, but you're... Many
8: organizations are seeking volunteers and funding to help accomplish their mission. At Volunteer Mississippi, we connect your organization with the volunteers and funding that you need to make a difference in your community. Want to learn more? Join us for our free roadshow training tour across the state of Mississippi. For dates, location information, and registration, visit volunteermississippi.org. That's
1: volunteermississippi.org. Huntington's disease is a devastating genetic disorder causing motor, cognitive, and psychiatric impairments. Over 30,000 Americans are living with HD, with hundreds of thousands at risk. Early diagnosis and research are vital to provide hope amid no cure. Let's unite to end misconceptions, provide empathy, and care for those living with Huntington's. Please help us raise awareness and hope for families battling Huntington's disease. Start by visiting helpforhd.org. That's help, the number four, hd.org.
10: Lynn, they are. It's a trip hazard and it needs to be fixed. Our foam technology can level those uneven walks without having to lay down any new concrete. Much easier and more affordable.
5: Trey, my wife tripped over one of those and skinned her knee up. She was fortunate.
10: Call Bulldog Construction at 601-853-4242.
5: We've sent
6: that rib Van Winkle guy to the dentist.
3: Hey, what? Hey, what?
6: And what's worse than a trip to the dentist? Your wife's paint project that you've put off. Let Seabrook Paint in Jackson and Ridgeland find that Benjamin Moore Paint and a contractor that will get you back doing the important things in life, like grilling and watching sports. Seabrook, Benjamin Moore Paint, and a happy wife, happy life. Seabrook Paint in Jackson on Monument and in Ridgeland on West
0: Jackson. First down! A Super Talk Mississippi media production.